Good morning. Welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open around the clock. They're serving fresh, hot, chef-customized food around the clock. I'm joined in Hendersonville, Tennessee by Ramon Foster. Mm -hmm. I'm in Philadelphia. Ramon, what a miserable week for football fans, at least in <laughs> Pittsburgh, right? I saw I was going to say in Pittsburgh. In well, Pittsburgh, here, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Real bad, man, especially starting 11-0, and 0, of course. That's always going to be the talking point. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, there's news throughout the week, and of course, there's all kinds of back and forth and this and that and uh, narratives and everything else that goes flying after a loss like that. But one real thing that happened uh, on Thursday was the dismissal of uh, three coaches, uh, Randy Feetner, yeah. Sean Surrett, the guys you worked with directly, obviously, mm -hmm. um, as well as uh, Tom Bradley, the defensive backs coach, and John Daniels, the tight ends coach, has retired. So, yeah. So, wow. I mean, it's like the yeah. offense is just starting over. It is. It's, I think everybody kind of figured it. Well, I ain't going to say figured it, but wanted it. Um, when you have Twitter accounts that send fire or so-and-so as your handle, um, that's a what kind of has a lot of those flying around. But um, Pittsburgh has always kind of been historically the line them up, bust them up type of offense. And I think that what we're seeing right now is the league is kind of trending away from, okay, how can we scheme up how we need to, to get wins, whether it's getting your quarterback to do certain things along with the running game or the wide receivers, um, being able to simply just the concept scheme of playing football. Now we're seeing it from everybody from Buffalo to uh, even, even Tampa. I mean, New Orleans has been doing it for a long time. We saw uh, San Francisco play that type of ball. That's the way it's going. Big time runs and play action ball is the way it's going. And these young, high offensive coordinators are leading the charge. Every guy that's up for a job right now, except for Salah out of um, San Francisco, is offensive. Yeah. I, that, isn't that funny how that works, too? Who, You know, when you look at the, the Steelers offense, um, and again, we're not just talking about last year. We're also talking about when you were a part of it. Um, we're, we're looking at a team that, uh, I mean, I'm trying to be nice here, you know, didn't show a lot of what you just described. No, uh, there was no. some of that in the first half of this season, some of that Matt Canada stuff that we talked about with the oh, cross oh, motions, man. jet yeah. sweeps. Uh, but then even that faded as the season went along. And it seemed to me like it was – the defensive head coach basically saying, hey, you guys, try harder instead yeah. of having answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is a lot. Of this. It's funny you bring up Matt Canada name because he's a guy that's circulating around as far as the Miami job goes. He is, yeah. He, like you said, early in the season, there was the whole talks about having him on staff and his creativity, his offensive minded uh, philosophy is going to be good for the Steelers. Um, you asked the question about what direction do they go? Um, it's gotta be trending towards what everybody else is doing, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that means being trans what what moving to accept whatever offensive coordinator comes in and, or or if they simply promote Matt Canada. But my thing is this it seems like Matt Canada, from what they're suggesting, is a guy that's very creative under center play action, uh, coupling that with uh the run game. Like there's a lot that's I don't know how it's going to shake out DK because yeah. I don't know if there's been an overhaul like this. Even when we switch from, um, even when we yeah. switch from BA to, to, to Todd Haley. Haley. Yeah. 
there wasn't this much of a change. Munch no, there wasn't in. because basically Todd Haley came in and so did and so did Mike Munchak, who you're about to reference here. Yeah. Basically a single mandate, which was save Ben's life. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't as much about play calling, right? It was just no. make sure that he he keeps playing. Yes, and everything kind of pretty much stayed the same. I feel like what's going to happen now could potentially be a full overhaul. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of position at this point being as softly committed to next year. I don't know if there's going to be changes there because you got to ask the question, does Ben want to do it? He said, yeah, I think after 11 games or so. Um, he he said it a few times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it a few times and finding out that – He's got about fifteen million and, and just roster bonus just for showing up. Yeah, he just says hello. <laughs> he says hello. So, DK, let's be real here. Are you walking away from fit? I like to call it fifteen M's. No. Or <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you say that so, but you know the, the, get- you know the commercial where the dude now he's he wins this contest or something where he gets to be tackled by Debo. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me showing up for 15 million. I'd be like, here, where, where's, come and get me 92. I'm right here, man. 15 million, 100%. I'll take it. Just avoid so, the head if you can. Come and get me. Exactly. But it goes into whoever Pittsburgh hires, you know, with the exodus of the, the coaches that's gone out. I, I, it'd be interesting, interesting to me that uh, if Coach Clem, uh, the assistant line coach, was retained. Um, he's relatable. He's a guy that's been under the system for a while in the building, a guy that Coach Tom would trust. But again, it all it all amounts to whoever the OC is going to be yeah, um, when, when they decide to hire, hire one. But again, uh, we kind of talked about this before off air. Whoever the OC is, if he comes in and have a magnificent career two, maybe three years or whatever it is to come out of the offense, see ya. Goodbye. OCs yeah. are getting head coaching jobs now. Yeah, that's how that goes. The, the, you know, the last thing on this subject, Moan, is, you know, everyone talks about Ben as it relates to the coordinator here. Mm-hmm. And with all due immense respect to everything that Ben Roethlisberger has achieved, if you're the Steelers, do you really make that decision based on a quarterback who, A, might not even be there in 2021, and B, you know, the chances of his being there the year after. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Almost because like a the easy year. Or yeah, something. the easy answer is to say Matt Canada because all right, well keep keep Matt Canada. You already you know and trust him to an extent. He's been in your fold. Yeah. Uh, but also he knows Ben, so you get kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. But I just wonder to what extent you want to prioritize Ben instead of just saying, hey, here's an OC who has all these ideas. And if he comes in and he forces some of them on Ben and Ben doesn't like him, like, let's say, for example, play action. Um, I said that, not you. I said, you said that. Yeah. So if he comes in and does that, then what are we talking about here? I, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like how much of this yeah. decision should be about Ben? That's a lot because he, okay. what is he holding up? 30% of the cap, maybe? It's not as, quite that, but it's high. I mean, yeah. but it's, it's pretty, it's far above anybody else on the squad as far sure. as financial uh, responsibility towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to consider him. It honestly falls down to <laughs> he's got him by the you know what. He does. It, it all depends on him. Whether he says, look, I'll buy, bow out if presumably Marquise does, which 
I don't know that one fully either. Like, it just ended. That's the thing about being in Pittsburgh. The season just ends. You don't plan on it ending, saying, hey, we're transitioning, because you always hope to be in the Super Bowl. So that question with him is always like, all right, now we're here. What do we do? All right, let's have some fun. You're you're let's uh, do that. you're Kevin Colbert. You're you're a kind of a hybrid Kevin Colbert and Omar Khan here. All right, I'm listening. I've had some fun with this subject myself, although I haven't shared it with anybody. This is what happens when you make a long drive to Philadelphia. I was trying to picture <laughs> in my head what it would be like if the Steelers just said, "You know what? To heck with the forty-one million dollar cap hit and whatever else here." We know what we have with this defense. Oh, oh, wait for me. We know what we have when Bud Dupree and TJ Watt are out there together. Okay, we have 11 and 0. We have back to back years of number one defense, number one in takeaways, uh, historic sack totals. Yeah. What are we doing here? I like that. Can I okay. can I go? Go. Can I go? Go. Go. Awesome. Cool. Say screw the 41. I'm screw saying 41. I'm saying, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. I'm cool with that because you know why? In recent years, we've seen teams have low paid quarterbacks, high paid everywhere else, and make it. If you go find one in the draft or a rehab guy right here in this city. Right here in this city stands the ultimate example of that. When the when the Eagles win with Nick yes, Foles, that's what I'm talking about. What carried the Eagles to the Super Bowl? Yes. It sure wasn't anything offensive, you know. No, it was their defense. Right now, again, we saw it last year. Kansas City, cheap young quarterback. Last year, not this year. Well, man. not this year. <laughs> <laughs> not this year. The guy that put ketchup on his steak. Patrick Mahomes, what did they do? Invest in their defense. Locked up Chris Jones. They got uh, rid of D4. They got the Honey Badger. They got a whole bunch of guys on their team. They locked up some skill guys. Quarterback was cheap. They found a way to still make it work this year, but quarterback is cheap. It seems like that's the way. Again, I cover this team in Nashville. The Titans. Quarterback, quarterback. salary, relatively way below what a starting quarterback in this league is. Especially one of Tannehill's pedigree, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. That's something to be explored. If I'm Kev, I'm saying, hey, look, we got enough time to build. Yes, we'll eat this 41 that we have to, but right now the recipe is find me a hot offensive coordinator. Again, I, I push that point again. Find me a very hot offensive coordinator that can maximize what I've seen other people do. The thing that I've seen with the offensive coordinator here in Nashville, Arthur Smith, who's finding a job from, a, okay, I'm quoting Jeremy Fowler here from a uh, NFL coach he's talked to. Find me a guy like Arthur Smith who can maximize a quarterback's potential with minimizing their deficiencies as much as he did. That's oh, what you want. Money-wise. Money-wise. Yeah. If I can get the max out of him with playing from playing within my scheme, we got to win the rest of it, especially with that defense. And again, you mentioned Bud, TJ without Bud. TJ without Bud, and I like the Highsmith kid. I told you that also. Yep. I like Alex, the Highsmith, but what I'm what I'm dealing with with Bud is he's a he's a different animal. You know you're not running to his side, and if you're gonna try to run the TJ side, you can't go to his either because both together morph into something out. That's they said TJ's out of this world. Both of them together in their own galaxy. Okay, it, it, it can't be stopped. It, it that that's that's and actually it showed. Not, that's not 
sometimes we say things like that and it's hype talk or whatever that can't be stopped no <laughs> excuse me they they actually can't i mean we we've seen them face the best offensive lines schemes that were designed to shut the, it doesn't matter Don't chipping matter. we saw a lot of chipping on tj just now it doesn't matter well no i just think when you have something that nobody else has that defense you sacrifice and, and again I've seen this. We've seen this happen. When I first came into the uh, to the to the to the Steelers, the money was on the defensive side. They won Super Bowls right there. Also, it kind of worked its way through, shifted to the offensive side. Defense got young. Your talent exploded. Now that the talent has exploded, you go back to what's buttered your bread the entire time. That's the defense. Uh, if you're gonna eat forty-one. Keep Bud. You're going to lose either Mike or Cam, Mike, Mike Hilton or Cam Sutton. That's going to happen. You are, yeah. But you if, are. if you okay, but if you also choose to keep Cam, Cam's probably going to be in a position to get a deal that was kind of like Steve Nelson's as a starter, cor starting corner. I think it's going to mm -hmm. happen. So if you get the opportunity, I don't know what's the the, uh, the specifics of Joe Hayden's deal. He's um, got another. He's got another year. He's got another year. If you find ways, Omar and like you said, Omar Kev. Hybrid has got to be very creative this offseason. Yeah, I guess where it gets messy is that, you know, Ben, I, we keep referring to his 41 cap, but he, it's also a 20 hit if he's if he's not, not around. There. Yeah, it's like 19 so, and some change, so right? So what, what, what you're actually saving is 21, and then depending on how things go with Marquise, another 14 um, if he decides to, to come back or not. But that pays Bud. That's kind of my point here. It does. Even and, if you, I mean, even if you're giving Bud a short-term deal, like a three-four, I don't know, man. What is it? Eighteen. All you got to do with three Bud for is like, guaranteed. yeah, you got to guarantee three for fifty or like forty guaranteed or something. Yeah, you got to find a way to load up on the on the guaranteed component mm -hmm. of it, the bonuses. Um, but not that I'm expecting any of this to happen. It just to me, this was just an idea that I thought, you know, you have this. Yeah know you have this in front of you and you know that there are 31 other teams that do not have it yeah and they don't i'll say, I'll say this too um if they can they're gonna find a way to not but i still do think buzz market is going to be good according to sporttrack.com his market is about 16.8 to 17 million dollars a year yeah so like i said a three for 50 40 guaranteed is probably what he's going to be able to command Find a way to spread that out. Again, you find a way to to, to do uh, TJ's deal. Um, they always find money. They just do. Yeah, I know, but it, it's tougher when your quarterbacks, like you said, is is eating up forty one of it, and and he in and of himself. I'm trying to keep saying these things with a respectful tone, but he might not be the answer because if you're looking for a coordinator that's doing like the stuff we talked about in the opening segment that's doing these different things and whatever. And then he just walks into the room and says, I mean, I'm not doing that. I've done it this way for 17 years. Yeah. That's, it's a hard conversation tough. to have. Yeah. We've seen, we've heard of them or seen them have this conversation with the first ballot hall of famer. I thought also. Mm -hmm. Mon, let's look at the rest of these, uh, the rest of the playoff field. Now that, mm -hmm. now that Pittsburgh is out, is there a team that can unseat Kansas city? In the AFC, I think directly off top, before you even ask anything else about other teams, the first thing that popped in my mind was Buffalo. Oh, okay. 
Buffalo. I, I think they're legit. I think they found that they, they're catching what you the, the mo. They're catching momentum. Um, the defense is starting to pick up a tick the way you expected them to. Stefan Diggs is an animal right now. Like he's a complete animal. I know he's got a tough test in front of him with this Baltimore matchup because they got some good cornerbacks. I saw the stat the other day that um what's his name? Is this the hot he's got the most picks in the NFL for DB, uh Marcus Peters. So they got their hands full, and you know he's going to get him. Marcus Peters is a big quarter. I mean, as a big corner, can cover anybody. Feast the famine with him, but he can cover. He does a really mm-hmm. good job with it. Um, but Buffalo is the team that I see. If they can get past Baltimore and that defense, they got a really good shot of being able yeah. to compete with them. And they I might say not, this though. because of why. They, go ahead. I, I, I say this because of the offense. Baltimore can't uh, score the way you think they should. The thing about uh, Buffalo is this is Buffalo's got a mobile quarterback that can get outside the pocket. They got a, one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the league right now outside of De- Devontae Adams uh, and, of course, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But they can score seemingly at will. We saw well, that in he, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he can. I, I'm not sure about how diverse the Buffalo offense is. Uh, to me, the Bills look like a team that tries a couple of things and then it gets to third and long, and then they go, all right, where's Diggs? <laughs> you know? Is that a – you know who else did that? Pittsburgh yeah, A.B. A.B., A-B. yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, 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 he, and he reminds me in, in a lot of ways in a positive sense of A.B. Uh, in, in terms of his ability to get open, his wow. ability to make more of the, the, the play after the catch, uh, meaning classic A.B. when he was in Pittsburgh. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, I, what about Baltimore, though? I like Baltimore. The offense just don't do enough for me. When you have their uh, number one receiver being a tight end for the most part, I know Hollywood got the most yard, but Mark Andrews is the go-to. The he running is. game is solid, but I think Buffalo's good enough to stop the run game or at least compete with it for the most part. The I guess the X factor, as always, is going to be Lamar. Lamar can drop 40 yards on you and score like there's no problem. So um, I, I like Terrell's brother in the middle being able to try to hold him down as much as possible. They got the guys up front from uh, Ed Oliver all the way across the board. So, um, and they got to go to Buffalo. Uh, Lamar, the reason I also think he, they won't be able to pull it off, he's come on record saying that playing in the cold or in the snow, if they got to, might not do so well for him. I hate that. I love that he's so open and honest, but I wouldn't, you know, drop those type of gems because I think crews have the ability to say, nah, we probably won't clean off the snow this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll get the we've, lines, but they'll be a little bit slow to go. Tricks and we've seen snow tricks and snow banks and yeah. uh, different frequencies of, of, of cleaning the lines, even then, yeah. depending on when the Bills have possession and when they don't. Uh, this is still okay. the Chiefs. This is still the Chiefs conference, though, to lose, isn't it? I mean, this, they, it I, I kept waiting, Ramon, all year long for some kind of setback, for something that would, all right, maybe, I mean, you know, in the past, like even Kelsey, who's unquestionably, I mean, the the king of tight ends in the game right now, and is is positioning himself to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, First ballot, that is. Yeah, and and I I looked at Kelsey, and and he was inconsistent in the past, and I kept waiting for some of that. Didn't happen. Didn't he happen. led all tight ends and yards, of course, and he might be the leading receiver for names for Stephon Diggs. Imagine that, a tight end, top three in overall yards. 
and he's not a 4-4 four, four guy, okay? Yeah. Like, that tells you a lot about what they're doing as an offense. We ain't even meet, and we're not even talking about their other skill guys or what Patrick Mahomes is doing with the ball. Like you said, there's been no drop-off. Mm -mm. No, they, they have almost that New Englandish kind of feel where you just mm -hmm. go, oh, yep, it's just them again. They, they, haven't, yeah. they haven't changed at all. I some, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. No, I had somebody try to argue me about Cleveland being able to beat them because of the run game and stuff like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not do that conversation. Okay. Also tried to argue me that Baker was a top 10 quarterback in this league. No, 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 no. No, no disrespect to him. He's we're got through, work we're through trashing Cleveland, though. After after last yeah. weekend, you know, Browns are Top awesome. 10. Yeah, Let's that's go. right. Um, what about the other conference? Other is conference there anybody that jumps out? Is it, is it Green Bay, though? Green Bay and playoff Brady. Oh, you just went there. I did because, you know, it's doing everything. Yeah, we dropped a few games in our, uh, during the season. Yeah. But guess what? And they're doing Mike Evans still healthy and then uh, still striding down the field. And yeah. I just, when you watch the Bucks, that's how that feels. Like you see, okay, well, it's third and short. Well, who do they bring out? Let's go through the video game vault of terrific players from five or six years ago. Oh, hey, look, it's Leonard Fournette. Fournette. We can use Leonard Fournette back there. And Fournette just goes plowing through, and you're like, who Big else moves. do they have on it? Yeah, who else do they have on the sideline waiting exactly. for you to just plug oh, in from your video game? I know who else they got. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, we said this, too. As much as we want to talk about AB, when it's, <laughs> when it's ball playing time, DK. Oh, oh. Like, we're not going to ever dispute that. No. And guess no. what he's doing right now? I, Tom has a love affair for AB right now. You know, and it's like one of those things, like, it's been times AB's been wide open. Tom chooses not to go there. I think on purpose a little bit to try to explore his options, wait forward for the perfect opportunity, because that's how he operates. And he, it's, he's a wild human being in playoff time. So I think I saw he's 40, what is it, 41, 42, with nine mm -hmm. playoff wins after 40. Drew Brees is 41 with only nine playoff wins as a whole. Like just, Tom, playoff time yeah. is real. He, yeah, it's real, and so is so is AB. There's obviously in Pittsburgh, you know, a lot of bad feeling that lingers, um, and there's a lot of things that get done through revisionist history. Well, he didn't win a Super Bowl, or whatever. Don't do that. In the when the biggest games came along, he was beyond belief, and everyone thinks about you know the extension, you know, to beat the Ravens at Heinz Field mm -hmm. at the goal line, um, but to me. You know which game stands out? So, New Orleans. Oh yeah, he ate. Oh, he ate them all. I, 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 I was, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I mean, yeah, that, he that, ate them all. That was in the Superdome, in that atmosphere, which is hard to describe for people if you haven't been there. Against that team, and the Saints knew that '84 is getting the ball on every play. They couldn't yeah. do a thing. That's the same. Uh, and and Ben, but all the way by oh, by the way, was also just ridiculous. I yeah. mean, the the, the right. placement. Even even vividly, just thinking about those, there's been like two games that kind of my mind against both a, both AFC and North opponents. Both Cleveland and Cincinnati have gotten AB with slants across the middle, and he go yard on. Them. 
Like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's he's got that ability still, and uh, you know, it's he carry his his baggage with him. But as a whole, again, you tolerate him so you can't know more. And BA's doing a really good job of keeping a lid on. You're an AB guy. I know you are. I can't lie, I am, man. <laughs> I can't lie. He, I, we said what we want to when people be like, well, why? Yeah, well, he did that to the team. Yeah, that's true. But he's always been solid with me, man. DK, Green that's Bay, just like you. Uh, I know. I hear you. Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Uh, we're taking we're taking Aaron Rodgers. We're taking the Packers. I know. Oh, let's come back. You know, well, let's come back to that the easiest way possible, which is that I don't see anybody in the NFC beating the Chiefs. No, I, I just, <laughs> that's easy. The team is, is yeah, no, it ain't no team. No, but Aaron Rodgers is fire hot right now, though. He's ridiculous. He's, he's fire ridiculous. Hot. They could run it for maybe two years. If, if Green Bay and, and Kansas City is the matchup, I would love to see straight up. It'd be a cool story if the Bills got in, but. They're young enough. Right. They'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>